What up, what up? I'm Adrian Young. I'm Ali Shaheed Muhammad. And we are The Midnight Hour. And you are listening to Mega Late Show. Skirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Youngin' up in here. Viva Ola was looking at me like, I don't hear the delay at all. And I was like, I don't either, Viva Ola. <laughs> and it just didn't happen there, right? I don't know what's up. So, but yeah, yeah. Welcome back to The Mega Late Show. Tokyo hip-hop art and culture. I am Robinson Mega. I'm the host and producer of this thing. And we are on episode number 140 with our guests, Viva Ola and Wes Atlas. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves so people can associate your name with your voice? What up? I'm Wes. Wes Atlas. I'm Viva Ola. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's them, man. And uh, I guess for this part of the podcast, uh, when we're not playing songs that we specifically talk about playing, I'm going to go ahead and play a bunch of joints from my man Flat Stanley, who is a, a frequent visitor of the Tokyo hip hop community and the beat scene. He's a beat maker that's out there in, uh, man, just like the last episode with Soul Dope 95, he's out there in like Los Angeles, Inland Empire area. He rocks with Condina Records, and he's just a phenomenal producer. Lots of collaborations with artists that are out here in um, in Tokyo. In fact, that Ajisai track with Daiichi, that's Flat Stanley's beat, oh. which is super dope. One of my favorite Daiichi beats. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, he's 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 phenomenal. So go check him out. Uh, he also modifies SP404s, and he just created one that's got like the clear case, and so it's all see-through and everything, like Wonder Woman's Invisible Jet. Dang. And uh, I did a little writing about that on my blog, Moto Nice with Polly Rhymes, so you can check that out. Um, yeah, man, Tokyo hip hop art and culture. We we discuss and we we think about it a lot. And, and I'm super happy to have both of you guys continue recording with me this afternoon. Check out part one for a little bit more of an intimate look at um, Viva Ola and his art and, and uh, you know, his, his entire experience. This time we're going to go ahead and talk about uh, some of your music. We'll play some music from both of you and also uh, some of the other uh, members of Solgasa. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll talk about some pop culture things or other things that we want to talk about. Uh, uh, to start off... Uh, from all the music that you have available on Spotify, mm. Viva Ola, mm -hmm. if somebody was like, oh, you make music? That's really cool, Viva Ola. Can I listen to some of it? What would you recommend? Oh, that's hard. Uh, Just one song. That I mean, m maybe. Like, you know. Right, if like, I wanted to play a song right now. Like on spot, yeah. Yeah, uh, like oh, it, it could even just be like you're talking to a person who looks like me. Mm. What You know what I mean? Like let, let, I look a little different than like a person that might like another type of track. So mm -mm -mm. what would you put me on to? You on to? Ah, oh, that's hard. Ah, oh, that's hard. Uh, I... Is that a stupid way to frame it, Wes? Should I just be like, yo, what is a dope track that we should listen to right now? Is yeah, that easier? Yeah, just, what is a yeah. dope track that we should listen to right now? There's a song called One of These Nights. That one's nice. Really okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. I see that right here, actually, mm -hmm. with uh, several hundreds of thousands of plays on Spotify mm -hmm. for all you mm -hmm. people to pay attention to that. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, this has got our guy. Uh, it's Jua, right? Jua. And this is from Stranded. Mm -hmm. This is an album that you dropped in 2019? 2020. 20? Okay. Yeah. I was, I mean, I'm in the right decade. <laughs> this is a jam. You produce this too, right? Yeah, I produce this, yeah. I gotta get Jewel on the podcast. He yeah. speaks English, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's trilingual. Yeah. So are you, but... French, Japanese, and... And English. Yeah. What is he? He's like black and Japanese? Black he, and French? Yeah, he's... Uh, I think his parents are like... His dad is Cameroonian, okay. uh, but French. Like Cameroonian mm. background, but French, and then... Uh, but he grew up mostly in Japan, I think, and a little bit in yeah. France. And I think what? he's from to Kyoto, right? Yeah. It, okay. It, Japan was. Can I have you get a little closer to oh, the yeah, mic when you talk, Wes? Yeah. I, I just, I, I, if it sounds low to me, I don't know if it sounds low to you guys, but. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he's really dope. I've known about him for a couple years. He used to go by Salty Jua, right? I is think that, that was his thing? group in France. Okay. Yeah. And that's his yeah, yeah. Instagram handles. Too. Okay. Yeah. yeah I want to say when we started the podcast about four years ago, um, 
the homie uh, Steez, who's a director and uh, kind of video type of guy out here, he was like, he was also one of the original members of the podcast. It's MLS. Steez oh. is the S. <laughs> and um, still a good friend. We've got stuff coming up too. But he was like, yo, do you want to get this guy on the podcast? And he was talking about uh, Jua. And for whatever reason, I don't remember why it never happened, but I've followed his music since. And um, he's a really good artist, man. Really phenomenal. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about this um, this release. The album is called Stranded, right? Yes. Is this your debut LP? No, this no? is my second. Well, actually, it's my first mini album, EP. If it's EP, it's my second EP. But I think I consider this an album than an EP because conceptually it's more put together than the mm. first one, which I put. It's called Bloom. It's like in like purple mm. cover. Yeah, but that one's more of a like a music like a mixtape kind of thing and then this one's more of an ep yeah your um the bloom album might be the one that i actually gets the most play from me mm. i don't i think it's just because i really love one song on there feeling the groove yeah yeah i mean uh, it's the the, the title is pretty, pretty like self-explanatory i mean you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I mean i'd be hella feeling the groove <laughs> and i was like oh shit it's like i didn't know what was happening it's like i'm feeling a groove and then i listened to it it's like oh okay that's that's sorcery yeah. That's magic there. So you you mentioned that you've got a, you you're working right now. Oh well, before we even get into the new album, there's mm -hmm. another. Uh, your latest release here is called uh, Nocturnalist. Yes. And this is just two songs. There's an outro or a song called Soulmate Outro, and another called um, If You Let Me. Mm. Can I, which one of those should I play? If you let me. Okay. Tell me about this. So this is more conceptual than the stranded as in like this has a story to it basically lyrically this song is the main story and then the the outro which is intro is the outro uh well it's, it's hard <laughs> what? but oh, I get if it. you listen to it musically they're connected so if you listen to the end of this song there's a little little sound and it connects to the intro of the first song yeah. But yeah, this is also pretty self-explanatory. Like if you listen, not listen, but if you read the lyrics, yeah. Now you're talking about like um, this art that you've got coming up, and even this one, which is your your newest <laughs> joint, being a little mm. bit more conceptual. Like, what is the kind of is there is there a change in your writing or that that you're going through right now, or like a different approach to make it conceptual? Or, or? I think it's just different, like interest. Like it's not mm. an approach. There's nothing different with how I make the music, how I approach it, but it's just, I'm more into stories. I'm more into writing stories and making interesting music. Like, I mean, I like music and, you know, it's not like I'm trying to write novels, but I'm trying to write novels in music, if, you, if that makes sense, mm. you know? Like, yeah. we talked about this, but like, you know, it's not like less of a Kendrick, but more Kanye. But I mean, Kendrick and like some album, like that album, uh, are, uh, which album was that? Mad City, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, it's like there's a, which album was that? It's like that's there, his it, he first, has a he that's has the his poem. First big release with Drake. He has the poem. Oh, is it? I uh, remember you was conflicted. That's yeah. uh, to pimp a butterfly. Yeah, that album, that whole album is more mm. conceptual. But I'm saying J yeah. Cole isn't like he's more of a story guy than, mm. uh, you know, going edgy with his music kind of thing. I think I'm more into that type of thing than, yeah. Just music, oh, music, you know? I'm really interested. Uh, well, I'm, I'm really excited to hear the, the new work that you have coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'd like to know a little bit about your approach to production. Like, mm -hmm. What type of equipment are you using? In I use Logic, sometimes Pro Tools, in terms of DAWs, obviously MacBook. But uh, hmm. are, are you using live instruments or you're just working within the DAW? I just work in DAW. I just use samples, you know, on Reddit. Mm. Like, you know, you sometimes this recently I found this really interesting sample pack. I don't know if it's even real. It doesn't matter. But there's, there's this beat pack called the Ye Dilla. Mm. And it's basically when Kanye West and Jay Dilla was working together. Oh. They have this like, but it's just a bunch of drum samples, you know, and one's called uh, Ye drums. And then the one's called Dilla drums. Dilla's? No, it's Dilla's with Z. Oh. And really different. You know, Dilla's drums are more acoustic and like but kind of almost piercing, you know? Sure. But Ye's more produced, 
compressed but really tight. You know, it's right. it's you can use it. You can just put it in the DAW and it sounds good. Right. Kind of thing. They're all quantized. Yeah. And right. in, in fact, this song is using the Dilla's drum. Oh, okay. Yeah. I find it really interesting that you have this kind of rich musical like background and in playing instruments, but you're not using any. You just like Mm-mm. you just click where you want those notes to go when you want a chord progression. And yeah. I mean. I, I, I know music, so, you know, but I, I, I tend to think than feel. So I think when I mu- make music, I'm thinking more than wow. feeling it. That's so interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it, it for me, kind of sucks when I hire, like, a, a performer or, like, you know, if, you, if it's a guitar, if I hire a guitar player and they play it not quite the way I want it to, then I'll be like, you know, I'll just play myself. Get the fuck out. <laughs> nah. I'm fucking done here. But no, I'm just kidding close to that you know okay i'm just like nah you're not it (laughs) right right but yeah okay or even especially drums because drums is my favorite instrument and i feel like groove is something that you know it's it's personal i think groove is personal Mm. so i think you know hiring a drummer is not quite the way i like the music to be you know okay yeah it's it's just fascinating to me really really cool i'm listening to the outro on this now so uh when it comes to your live sets like Mm -hmm. are you just playing music like you hit play and then uh the the performance aspect is the singing or you're doing any live type of manipulation too uh usually i just play the track i mean i would take out the vocal on the the original song Mm. and i'll just perform that you gotta do that you know who especially needs to do that every single performing mc (laughs) ever I think that that's one of the biggest faux pas. Yeah. Like, if you have a backing vocal track, ad libs only, chorus only. But the rest yeah. of the shit, yeah. you don't do that, right, Wes? Nah. All right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, chorus. Yeah, I like. Chorus I mean, is fine. It's it's kind of nice to not sing the chorus. Like, just let the music do it, and then maybe, because I think performing is more about the look, mm-hmm. or not more, but yeah, more. It's I a mean, it's a balance of it. You know, it's not everything about the look, but you know. You can maybe dance to it, and then when it get, when it gets the verse, you sing again yeah. or rap again. Hit a couple words, get the get the crowd involved with exactly, the chorus. You yeah. know, take a breath, take yeah. a breath, yeah. yeah or maybe like you know have like the if if there's a rhyming scheme going on, then maybe just have the rhymes as a background, and then just the rest just do it. You know, yeah, man. Because you performed it, so maybe you know you should be able to perform it live. That's the mindset. Were you performing a lot in Tokyo before the quarantine? Uh, no. I, not debuted, but I really stranded during right during the quor- you know mm. quarantine and all that, so haven't had a lot of chance to perform yet. What about you, Wes? Were you recording a lot? Uh, I, I hadn't seen any of your shows when I was. Yeah, I was I was performing quite a lot, like with Tommy and stuff. We would just do a lot of, you know, like late night hip hop shows in Shibuya, like doing like a 15 minute set at 4 a.m and mm. then waiting for the first train like we had that all the time i know the vibes yeah i've been to those yeah i've seen my friends performing at 3 45 yeah, for <laughs> yeah somebody needs to do something about this man i swear yeah. like give us a night bus give us yeah give us yeah. like a, the yamanote going around like at least once like a yeah. train like once yeah. an hour please that's one of the things that makes tokyo a very strange like party city to me it's like mm-hmm. I stopped drinking a few years back, and what that meant was like, either I leave on last train, but I'm Yamanote Sen, so it's like last train's like twelve forty-five for me, mm-hmm. or around three o'clock when I'm sober as shit, everybody's drunk as fuck, yeah. and uh, it's just not a vibe for yeah. me. I feel you. I stopped I mean, drinking as well. So hey, shout bad. out to us. Okay. I mean, I, I've actually relapsed, and I've had probably oh, less than ten drinks over the last mm-hmm. three months, but yeah, largely not a drinker anymore. But uh, what's like? So how does it work? In, how does it work in like, in like LA or Cali or something like? There, two what? o'clock is last call. Yeah. Designated drivers and Ubers, I think oh. now. Oh, but Uber. You could, yeah, yeah, Uber's a thing. It wasn't when I was growing up, but oh. basically, it's like I'll, it's like you, you kind of just like, you know, the the events over at two. Yeah. So you, one of you is sober. Or you drink and drive like an idiot, <laughs> and you hit up a fucking IHOP or a Denny's at you know three o'clock in the okay, morning. Okay, so it's not all yeah. too different though. Here you right. gotta, I mean, you just gotta kill time somewhere. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, or you, you know, you drive home at two and it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, you, it's not, but, but there's something really special about that first train, you know, that, that, that Tokyo blue yeah. that I've never really seen anywhere. That's like that early morning type of like, everything has like a bluish gray tint to it. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. Like that's not normal everywhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like that's a distinctly Tokyo type of thing. Yeah, it but. feels like you're going against the current too. Cause everyone else is heading to work at that early morning, yeah. uh, early yeah. time. Yeah. They're just looking at you like, man, yeah. <laughs> this kid. <laughs> yeah. This kid. I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of, I, I, I'm complaining about like that fucking dynamic of last train or fucking, you know, first train, uh-huh. but I miss it. I yeah, fucking miss it. Same. Coronavirus shit has just become, at I first know. I was like, I'm being responsible. I'm not going to fucking endanger my <laughs> peoples and shit. <laughs> and then now it's just like, fuck, I want to be irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, nah, but but yeah. it, it's actually getting closer, man. I've got a few homies who have gotten the coronavirus out here. Yeah. Like, shout out to, I mean, it's not, it's public n- knowledge, but the homie Nair B, mm-hmm. coronavirus, like, oh, fucked shit. him up. Oh, and it didn't really fuck him up. He's young and healthy, so he just kind of had a fever and felt sick and then lost his taste and smell for like a week or two. Damn. But, you know, it's like getting hella close, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's scary. It is, yeah. I try to be careful, but like really the only interactions that I'm having with people casually are this recording. And you yeah. guys are actually the first people who've worn masks on a podcast, <laughs> which I got appreciate is fine. It's like yeah. not really much of a difference, but yeah, yeah. it's like, I, I also kind of be like scoping y'all out. Like if I see y'all <laughs> like, Oh, he was fucking at the gusto with eight people. Like yeah, I'm going to yeah, have yeah. to cancel <laughs> this recording. But, yeah. yeah. But cool, man. I don't know. Uh, what, uh, what, what uh, new music is coming out from soul gossip? Do we have anything coming up? Yeah, yeah, we got we're working on PLH something. So, uh, yeah. we have a song with me, him, and Jua la- released uh, last 2019 year. Oh, actually. No. Yeah, two years. Called Vizlo. I like that one. I yeah. think we played that when you were mm-hmm. here, but I can play it now. Yeah. Um. So, um, pronounce it again for me because I just kind of fumbled. Okay, it every but this time. is all like this is how Jua told us to say it, but we might have screwed it up. Vizlo. Okay. Mm. I think yeah, that's that pretty good. Is, yeah, that, that tea is good. all the way gone then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I mean that's a jam too. There was also a remix that came out of that mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. Should I play the remix or should I play the the original? Loki, uh, I like the original. Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's play the. Yeah. 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 Both are dope. They're both but, good. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but, yeah. Yeah, the remix is just you know I I got close to this producer called Starro or oh, we. Right. I mean, and you know, we asked him to remix it because he's re- he's really good at remixing. Yeah, he's you know, crazy. Music and all that. And he's he's got Grammy nominated for a, a wow. remix that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Congratulations. That's yeah. a pretty yeah. dope yeah. thing. Electro music. Yeah. This is the first Viva Ola track that I heard actually. Oh, okay. Really? When I checked it out, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, I know, I know, um, Yua, and I was like, oh, this is fucking hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is quite different from his uh, music alone. Yeah. Yeah. This or beat mine. is really driving and kind of like yeah. consistently. It feels like uh like the energy is relentless, whereas like mm. your music tends to have like crescendos and lulls and mm-hmm. kind of things. But this is just like yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like, more of like a the video is perfect. Actually, you guys are just yeah. fucking yeah. running. Exactly, yeah, the video is yeah. perfect. But I think it's more of a producer kind of Viola than a singer. Because mm. whenever I love rappers than singers. I mean, I'm, even though I'm a singer though. Like I think rappers are fascinating, like because the way they like take their part in like the the tracks mm. or songs are really different than singers. Like singers try to be the the main spot. Like you know they have spaces for themselves and they kind of like you know lurk around. But like I think rappers, they low key ignore the track, and they just spit out their words and it's, it's kind of fascinating. So yeah, man. I was like you know this the, this was low key like a challenge. It was like. Bro, I have this really weird track, and you think you can rap on it, kind of thing. Because especially when he starts rapping right after this part, shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> nice like this. What? Yeah, it's it's yeah, hard. Yeah, it's yeah, a really yeah. dope. Yeah. it's a really dope track. Uh, it's it's one of the one of the songs I listen to more um, more frequently of the entire you know Soul Gasa mm. catalog. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It it it. Like I said, I use a lot of music as kind of like an air conditioner for me. So yeah. when I listen to this, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm about to walk out the door. And, you know, this is a gem. Yeah. What I'm about... um? <clears throat> oh, yeah. So that's why the reason we brought this up is because we're doing another song with the same members. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's, it, the vibe is a lot different. A lot different. Yeah. yeah. So um, is it just going to be like... 
here's a song featuring us or are you guys going to create a name to kind of like a crew name like a spin-off group nah, i don't think no? so yeah it's okay just, it's just yeah us three yeah us three. when is that dropping march yes. hopefully okay with the video oh yeah it's yeah. gonna be yeah. nice oh that's nice. tight the music's dope though mm-hmm. not gonna lie who produce it you uh me and uh my friend kononomi from peru he's like oh, wow. japanese peruvian but he also worked on the stranded album he worked on a little bit of runway mm. and a little he's bit of yeah. a track called smile which was like okay yeah he's basically like a, an in-house producer of sogasa yeah oh, okay mm. yeah oh that's tight yeah he used Wh- to work what's his name me. one more time nonomi n-o-n-o-m-i but he uh he's a colleague from berkeley and we worked on several music back in like bloom epn stranded and now he's a close in-house like producer right and just a friend yeah yeah and he's just a good friend of mine yo so like um i'm not gonna lie i got pretty excited and then i got pretty disappointed well, but I saw the name Chris Keys on oh. on the description. I was like, I was like, oh, is that the Chris Keys? Nah. Like, he's a really dope pianist. It is not. No. Nah. That's another Chris Keys. I feel like I, when I clicked on the name, it brought me to the artist Chris Keys, and I was like, yeah, that happens. Yeah, it, happens it happens a lot. Yeah. I listened to a an MC named Mike, just Mike, <laughs> all caps M I K E, and it's like so many times I'm like, oh, there's a new Mike track on the release radar, and then I'm like, who the f- dude, this isn't Mike. This is not my mic, so yeah, that's, that's a rough one, but okay. Um, now, um, um, Mikael Co. Mm. Is it Mikael? Mikael. Mm. Put me, tell me more about him, since I'm not going to get him on the podcast anytime soon. Uh, we talked about him a little bit, but what what is a, a track that you really like of of his that I could play? Me? Is yeah? Oh, is like? he, am I spelling it wrong? Is it how M- is it? M I C H E L. Mikhail okay. Ko. Okay, Mikel Co. What, what what should I play from him? Yeah, I, I see his top songs are Princess, Gone, Back to the Future, like, Deja Vu, Time. I need to know what Wes likes cuz I think it's yeah. kind of different than what I like from Time him. is is what I'm on, but yeah, okay. I think for Let's me see. I like Back to the Future and what? uh Okay. And uh <laughs> You want to take a look at it? Yeah, Here, yeah. play something. I'll, right. I'll give you the whole joint. I think I think my favorite is uh 22 or date ah he's got some good ones hold on hold on, hold on. let me see there's a there's a song called this one mind, mind games Game. yeah okay it's mind with yeah, tommy it. crane okay mind games here we go Matt, good. i've heard of this tommy crane guy he's really dope <laughs> yeah <laughs> shout out to him shout out to his dad he was going to come today but he couldn't make it due to uh you know other uh, other things he had to take care of but yeah um he'll be back super phenomenal mc and producer yeah you play my games, said you don't like it. Next thing you know, coming back for more. What's with your mind games? You always complain. Tell me how we can fix this, maybe take it slow. Girl, can you let me know? I can take you places that maybe you've been Is he just gone because of the coronavirus, or is he coming back? Or? Um, well, his family's in Taiwan, so he's just hang- hanging out there. But, okay. I mean, we're still in school, so... Oh. Event- I mean... Is he just doing online classes? Yeah, all of us. Oh, oh all of you? Uh, ex- besides him, me, okay. Tommy, and Mikhail, we met in college, so... Right, mm-hmm. I yeah. recall that. Yeah. So you're already done with school, or are you just like, fuck school? Uh, the latter one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm rocking with that, dog. I mean, I'm not like fuck school, but I'm more like just I'm, I'm just tired of sure. it, you know. Like white Spain time on schools and you know music, bro. It's it, I went to music school for music, not for the school, you know. Mm. So I think it's it's kind of not stupid, but it's kind of lame to it. go to you school yeah. right now. Especially I mean, I could go off on why college is a trash idea for for a lot of <laughs> reasons, but I mean, I respect everybody that's going through with it. I mean, that's like yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, that's a step. That's, mm-hmm. that's I mean, that's it's kind of like yeah, sorry. Um, in Japan, it's just like having like a driver's license. It's like it's something that you go through. Just, no, it's just right. something you need. Like I don't know, it's weird. It, like a regular basic Title. degree is is kind of like a high school diploma yeah. in the states. 
Uh, for 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 Japan is like okay, you got it. That means that you've done the mm-hmm. bare minimum to really just consider yourself completed. That yeah yeah, but but uh, there is a different emphasis on it out here too, though. Yeah, mm. so, I don't know. I get it. Totally get it. Yeah, this is jam. So let's talk a little bit more uh, about like what are you guys rocking with now? What are you guys listening to now? That that is not like your own music or soul gossip. Let me bust out the KK box real quick. Hey. <laughs> uh, let me find some more beats to just play. In the meantime, I want to let you guys know we're listening to our man Flat Stan. Let me go ahead and play one of his uh, one of his tracks, one of my favorite tracks from him, and maybe you guys will appreciate this too. This is featuring a singer called Jalesque, and this is one of my favorite tracks uh, of all time here. This is a beautiful, beautiful track. Great production and great singing. It's called Be Your Girl. And I'll be singing the lyrics to this too, like I want to be your girl. <laughs> I just like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come back, Flat Stan. Trying to think. Yeah. You gotta I have one. Okay. You want to tell me? I'll bring it, put it into the Spotify. So yeah, just it's called Giveon. Okay. Yeah. You know Giveon? I've heard of it. Fire. Fire. Yeah. Which track? Uh, I like the beach or like I want you. I think the beach is good. The beach. Yo, check out that flat Stanley, though. I don't know if it was fireworks or gunshots, but the bird is in the air. Do we know anything about this person? Where is he from? Is it, is it a he? It's a he. I oh. don't know anything about him because I didn't really did my research, but he's, I think he was Grammy I might be able to get some information right off of his, uh, nice. right off of his Spotify. Anyone could be an artist. Da, 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 da. Fell in love with music as a child. Oh, uh, mostly just talks about how dope he is. Guns. <laughs> wow, he's got nine million listeners a month. Four hundred and sixty ninth in the world. Damn. How do I not know about this person more intimately? This is dope. I think he was Grammy nominated. For okay. But he's definitely like the new R&B star mm. that's up there. I mean, he got a leather dress shirt on. That shit is... That, that makes you know he's definitely 469 in the world. Yeah. Damn. See, that's a glow up that's different than putting a soul gem in your forehead, you know? Yeah. I get a leather dress shirt. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, this is a jam. Yeah, just show me what you want to play, uh, and I'll I'll pull it up, Wes. All right. See, your mom told you about this side. It could get ugly. I'm just a boy from the east side. Do you okay. love me? Your mom told you about this side. It could get ugly. I'm just a boy from the east side. I like this. Yeah, this is really dope. Yeah. Is he independent or? He, well, we don't know. Shit. No, I think he's he's uh, under a label. Okay. Yeah, I guess if you big enough to be 469th <laughs> in the world, you're gonna have a label, right? Yeah. Yeah.
like this. I hope this don't get me uh, pulled from Spotify. <laughs> Usually, I think talking over the track enough, it prevents the algorithm from really oh. pulling out, especially because the track is so long. Yeah. Uh, but I've never really had any issues with it. But oh. yeah. I, it's it's kind of rare. I mean, I played Jay Z and shit before. If that was gonna get pulled, it would get pulled. So no worries. If it if it doesn't if it gets pulled, I'll just cut it out of the track later. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, this is dope, and I think it's gonna go right into um, your choice, Wes. All right. Uh, I chose. Yeah, it is. There Red we go. Queen. Uh, this is Big Animal Theory. He's he's a a, a friend and a, a collaborator. Tommy made a, a collaborative EP with him, and um, he's just like he he came. He used to be part of like a punk rock band and would tour the world with his punk rock band. But mm. now he does this type of. It's like I don't know. We'd say like a flume. You know, like mm. those types of experimental producers. Um, but. I don't know. It's very nice. Yeah. This but, is dope. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I recall uh, Tommy putting us onto him. I thought he said that he wasn't going to be producing anymore. I Mi- think. But he's decided to come back. But right? he just released this solo like, album. Like a couple weeks ago, like two yeah. weeks ago or something, right? And uh, another track has a rapper called Lord Apex, who's yeah. a British. Uh, Lord Apex is on the new um, uh, FKD album. Uh, excuse me. Um, F.I. F-I-C Which is uh, Aaron Cholai's uh, Group oh. with uh, Shuni Shiwaka The fucking uh, jazz drummer yeah. And oh, yeah. and um, FKD The the beat maker out here yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, Lord Apex is on that shit Oh really? Really? Wow, yeah yeah this, nice. is, this is super cool I feel like this could be like Soundtracks for movies this is this is super dope. Yeah, I didn't. I, I saw it pop up on my because I added him as a follow and mm-hmm. I saw it pop up. I just didn't get to it. But I remember seeing him be like, "Oh, that's." I thought he was done because I think Tommy told said that he thought that he was done making music. But mm. that's good because uh, I mean, you could tell by the title of the album. It's like he stays very low key. Like his Instagram, you don't you can't really find mu- out mm. much about him, and that's really cool. Hey, he lets the music yeah. speak. In a time where people's personalities are the product more than the music is, or like, yeah. you know, it, it's good to have artists that are like that. I always appreciate a little bit of uh, anonymity. Yeah. It's like, yo, I still don't know what Boards of Canada really look like. Like, I have no idea. You know what I mean? It's like, who are those guys? I've never seen an interview with them, but I've loved their music for 20 years. Damn. In fact, Boards of Canada, if you're listening, it's time to release another album, homies. It's been a whole <laughs> minute. It's time. Let me see if I could bring up something that I'm listening to this new. I like I've only got one album that dropped this year that I really really love and I think it'll stay in my top f- 10 of the year, but um I won't play that cuz it's like some abstract underground art rap shit. I don't know if you guys are interested in that. Uh, I'll play another joint that is not so hip hop, but it is by the guy's name is Ed Balloon. That's a dope you guys name. familiar with him? I think his music comes out on. Uh, I think his music comes out on. What is the name? Um, it's 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 uh, Death Bomb Arc. Death oh. Bomb Arc is the kind of experimental label. They came out with Clipping, uh, Death Grips, Dos Monos. But yeah, let me here. Let me. Uh, and JPEG Mafia, right? Right. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Yes. This song is called Identity Crisis. He's an interesting uh, artist, kind of like a singer-songwriter with weird production. It sounds really nice in the headphones. Like, very full. And it's fine. I hear a bit of like a like a burna boy type vibe. But can you He might be um an African artist. Okay. His vocal tone kind of affects that yeah. a little bit. I don't know much about him though. It's everything outside that's so bounce me. That's J A P G. In 
Mm. Oh, it looks like he's from Los Angeles. This is nice. This groove is nice, yeah. It's like electronic R&B, uh, Afro-punk hip-hop blending. Yes. Definitely feel the Afro vibe, yeah. Yeah, those drums, right? But yeah, he's got a couple releases, and it, it, it looks like he's not that big of an artist. I thought he was bigger, but only 800 listens a month. But He definitely deserves yeah, more, yeah. He, he's one of those cats that I really think is like... It, it's going to just take his music being like on an episode of Insecure or some shit, and his balloon is going to explode like there's a grenade in it, you know? Really dope stuff, though. Yeah. And it's fine. I know um, you mentioned earlier, uh, Viva Ola, that uh, you were a fan of Michael Jackson. Who are also some of your, you also said Jay-Z, but who are some of your kind of favorite artists, uh, you know, past, present? Uh, That's not music, but more of a stage presence-wise. I'm really into, like, Bruno Mars, especially when he did the Grammy, the the show in, like, 2016-17. I think he's a really, like, just a showman guy. And his music... It's kind of designed to be catchy with the look, with the with the dances and all that. And I think, I think whenever I listen to music, I think I'm more into like the dancing and hmm. like moving with it. Because if you can't move with the music, I don't know what's. Sure. To like, me, it's like, what's the point? Oh, so like uh, the performance artists, yeah. like uh, so pop stars. Thus, Michael Jackson, right? Bruno Mars, like not necessarily like you know, they they're really good at singing, but it's just. When they do those, like Smooth Criminal, even like Finesse from the 24 Karat mm. no, Magic album, I think those really shine. It's it's hard to deny the kind of uh, the quality of those cats. Like the music, the music sounds good, but the the performances are incredible too. And the amount of time that like a Beyonce puts into a stage show is yeah. an entirely different part of the artistry that is like most people will never that most people don't make music to get to the point for that but man it's a whole different thing when you've got to sing these like difficult to sing songs but also the hip gyrations and yeah yeah, bruno mars i i don't i I can't say that i've really ever listened to much of his music because or beyonce's to be honest with you but i mean i recognize it when i see a damn super bowl show or or you know just a, a music video even it's like wow these yeah. guys are really good yeah. yeah or like d'angelo neo soul i used to be a guitar player so that's why i'm like really into like soul and you know even like chaka khan oh yeah yeah um top guitar. five hair all time yeah like i mean I, it's hard to name those it's sure. just those those scenes i love the scene it's not like i'm into one person it's just i'm into like music soul child uh, let's go to jazz like Robert Glasper, mm-hmm. all those people. If it's not like Americans or any, you know, English speaking countries, like I'm into like Korean hip hop, like Doc, like Doki, Doc mm-hmm. 2, D O K 2. He's like, is he from California or originally? I think so, yeah. There's a lot of artists in Korea. Yeah, that Jay are, Park. Yeah. 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 I'm familiar with a few of those names. Yeah. Or uh, not hip hop, but Dean, more R&B. How do you spell it? Is that D-E-A? Dean, Dean, like the the Dean, like D-E-A. Okay. Dean. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've recently been trying to put my daughter onto Michael Jackson. Mm. I feel like it's like a music that that's going to cut through the generations and speak to her. Yeah. And she loves that fucking uh, smooth criminal video. Yeah. Oh. I do too. To be honest with you, every time I'm watching it now in 2021, it's a little bit strange to me. It's like, oh, so you tell me the only guy that you kill in the video is the black guy, Michael Jackson. <laughs> it, it's like some of it is just a little bit strange, and and you know just the framing of it all. But man, when he hits that fucking lean. Oh, yeah. Oh, every time I see him, like, yo, that's, <laughs> it's still as amazing to me as the first time I saw it. Like, I yeah. I think around Dangerous is where I start to kind of fall off on my mm. later life appreciation for Michael Jackson. There's a few songs on that album that are really good, but yeah. I think I really started to dislike kind of, uh, you know, um, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis's approach to production yeah. and a lot of the sounds, the, the palette, the sound palette they were using. Yeah. But, but you know, um, 80s Michael, bad fucking thriller, mm. off the wall is, I still love all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, off the wall is really nice. It's just, it has still a little bit of like Motown left. Yeah. 
than his like past albums where it was a like, more acoustic but like especially he did a cover or not cover it was a cover but he worked with the stevie wonder i can't help i forgot title i'm well i'm spacing out right now I same but yeah i'm right there that with song, you yeah I think my favorite Michael Jackson song is Human Nature. Oh. Which is it, it's just so fucking beautiful. But I heard yeah. that was a song for Toto. Was it? Toto was gonna do that. Uh we had I had a guest on a couple couple weeks back and he's like, Yeah, and then when I hear it now I'm like, Oh, that's totally yeah, a fucking Toto Toto track. But yeah. yo, Human Nature, like there's just uh, parts of it that are like, Oh man, that like it's the most beautiful shit I've ever yeah. heard. He also, just the lyrics is super nice. Yeah. The message that he's giving out. I want to. I wanna, can I play that now? Is it a weird yeah. thing to play that on? On what album is that going to be on? I, I is think that it's on. The, is the bad? Is the bad? I, I'm I'm checking bad. Or no, Maybe. it's the one with the uh, Thriller. Because uh, right. it's thr- Thriller, uh, Billie Jean, something you're, else, and then right. Human Nature, all at once. Which is yeah. the craziest part. Yeah, that's a that's a a track run, right? Yeah. I mean, just listen to that, though. Don't make you just feel good. Yeah. Did the world just it get a little bit like better? It does sound like Toto, if you, yeah. you know, now that I mention it, yeah. I haven't played Michael Jackson on a podcast much, but I'm glad to play it with y'all. Michael Jackson, man, what a what a person, yeah. what a life. Yeah, yeah. I think we still need like another 10, 20 years before somebody makes like a biopic, like a serious biopic of it. We used to ask questions like that on the podcast, like um, if if the, you know, just a variety of questions. Let me go through a few of the old questions that we used to ask. Hmm. Um, favorite member of the Wu Tang Clan? Oh. Are you a Wu head at all? No, not a woohead, but okay. it's, that's that's a difficult question, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, yeah. And there's no real wrong answer there. I don't. That think. is true. I think you can enjoy any of them. And yeah. Nobody's going to be like, "You God, why you pick you God?" Yeah. <laughs> All right, we can skip that. How about yeah. um, uh, favorite Kanbini? Rank them: Family Mart, Seven Eleven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lawson's one, two, three. I think I was spe- I was spacing it because I thought Kumbini was some kind of group and I was like, oh, wait, bet, you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah, top like, five member of the Kumbini yeah, crew, <laughs> right? It's like Wu Tang and then something yeah. come. Yeah, but it's uh, like, yo, Daily Yamazaki got bars. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Yamazaki's nice though. I, yo, it's, it's yeah. moved up. But yeah. my homie, my homie said something to me that stuck with me for a long time. He said that uh, Daily Yamazaki was uh, the fuck boy of Kumbini's. <laughs> like, ah, I feel bad about it, but I'm I'm rocking with you. We only say like the top three, like Family Mart, 7-Eleven, Lawson's for the ranking. But I think my personal favorite now is Mini Stop. (laughs) I'm rocking with Mini Stop. Mini Stop, yeah. You know they got Mini Stop ice cream spots now called uh, Mini Soft? (laughs) <laughs> and it, for real because you know they, yeah. got, they got the soft cream in Mizono Kuchi they've mini got soft. it's a little kiosk in the mall that just sells soft cream and desserts from, from Mini Stop I'm Damn. fucking with it wow but but rank them three the, the, the three majors uh, and you two Wes did we right. do that when you were here no right no. yeah let's do it right now uh, Family Mart for their chickens really nice uh, 7-Eleven for their salads especially with the, the pork mm. and Mini Stop because I think Mini Stop was my childhood like Kumbini yeah. It deserves respect. It does. It deserves respect. I think I agree with Family Mart at the top, but mm, it's be- it's a tough m- match between 7-Eleven and Family Mart for, for number one. But then, mm. I don't know, Lawson's kind of, they don't, pro- like, it's not exciting. Lawson's, don't right. You don't walk into a Lawson's and, like, get excited wow. about anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, well the, 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 the natural Lawson's is pretty dope. Oh, though. yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, they got yeah, the better yeah, variety yeah, of yeah. beer. They got, like, the, the more extravagant, like, yeah. peanut aisle with, yeah. or, like, <laughs> snack aisle, you know? But yeah. actually, like, this is probably, I mean, more than convenies, I like to go into, like, local supermarkets. That's what I like because they're, I don't know, you just find stuff that you you wouldn't find because every time you go to i mean 7-eleven family mart lawson's the type of tea or the type of beers they have it doesn't really change that it's much. all franchise shit. it's yeah. all like real like yeah. a company shit yeah but like local like the one down here like the local supermarkets are fucking nice 
Yeah, it, it, and they're harder to come across these days, like more and more, especially like I think like the one of the fresh fruit vendors that we had here, they closed down. And it's like, uh. damn, they, they used to be having like the best fucking fruit. But but yeah, man, I, I don't know. The thing about convenience that I found because we used to ask this question to everybody on every episode. And so I have like a like a like a lot of like, you know, data. data yeah. yeah. So, you know, like when I think about it, I know that generally one of the most important thing for people is their number one choice is the convenience store that's closest to their house. Mm. And secondly, people people who want um, hot food from the you know the the rack, mm. generally they pick Family Mart. People who want bentos generally pick Seven Eleven. Mm. And the Lawson's guys are the guys who want to include natural Lawson's. Oh. And we okay. stop allowing that. We're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, nah. Because then you got to include all the other variations. Like a Kaoline has like the Family Mart uh, Tomomi, right? That's a Family Mart thing, Dang. I think. The little load. Yeah, so yeah, we don't do that. But all right. Um, here's another question for both of you. If you were to... if. If you could decide on a biopic, uh, you know, a biography film coming out about anybody mu- musically, a music artist that, that is done, you know, favorite, like, well, well done. What artist would you pick to see a biopic of? Difficult question. Yes, I know. Hmm. That's tough. Here goes Flat Sand Beats. I'll let you guys think for a second. I'm gonna run it back. Oh, okay. oh go ahead. I, I don't. I can't say like a specific person, but I'd say I, I'd want to see a biopic about someone that's had like, you know, kind of a tragic. Like I don't know. That's not. It's kind of fucked up to say. But well, like, I mean, it adds to the story, right? Yeah. Like, like nobody want to see like an Elon Musk fucking biopic. <laughs> he he grows up fucking super rich, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get some hair plugs and then, oh, you know what I, I mean? See. Starts a fucking space company. I mean, he's probably got some interesting like aspects yeah. of his life. but He don't got a trampoline. <laughs> I, I'd say, damn. Oh. Mm. I'll, I'll give you guys one off the top of my head. I wouldn't mind seeing one about LL Cool J. To be honest with you, and LL Cool J one because it's like you know we we had like NWA right. LL was around before that. LL yeah. has been in some legendary battles. He's one of the kind of first artists to really blow up and be a star. He has this trajectory where he um, fucking you know he, he's working with all the greatest artists. He's he's considered one of the greatest. He has this R and B type of run. He has this movie star type of run. And then later in life, he fucking beats the shit out of a guy that tries to break into his house and shit. And and he's just a, a star that is you know just unparalleled. A, a real true American store success story, mm. and he comes from nothing. You know mm. what I mean? So, and and organically of hip hop culture, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, I don't know who plays him, but you know that would be interesting to see. I feel like he'd play himself. <laughs> I, I, I kind of don't want to see that because oh, you know true. what I mean. It's like I, I don't want him to almost have anything to do with it. I want oh. somebody to like my ideal version of it is somebody that meticulously goes and researches and finds out his life yeah. and then tells that story. Yeah, uh, you know, because because otherwise you get like an NWA type of thing where fucking Dr. Dre is like a superhero and it's like, oh man, the police, you just right, right. ride your Ferrari. They're like, all right, dog, like you know what I mean. Y'all is cool, but I mean, paint mm. yourself in you know. Yeah. Hmm. I'd say John Coltrane. Oh, my dog. Thank yeah. you. That, yeah. Because of his drug life, I think it's it's really nice to know that drugs change your personality and changes your music. And, like, his, he's also religious. Thus, there's a, a church called John, St. John something. I forgot what his name was. But, you know, he had his own family, and I think it would be interesting to see his biopic. It's like... I mean... His band with uh, Miles Davis, the Miles Davis yeah. band, is perhaps one of the greatest bands Mm-mm-mm. ever. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, mean, I know Miles Davis. We all know Miles Davis' story, so I want right. to see John Coltrane's one. You know? Right. I just recently watched that documentary on Netflix about um, what is it called, The Birth of Cool, or yeah. um, the 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 Netflix documentary about Miles Davis, where yeah. it's got his voiceover on it and people's stories. Mm. Man, what a fucking amazing life! That would be an incredible uh, biopic as well. Yeah. You got anything, Wes? Macklemore. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. I don't. Yeah, I can only really think. 
I mean, it's a yeah, it's, it's a whatever question. These questions don't need to be answered, but I like to I like <laughs> to throw seriously them out. Seriously, thinking about it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite member of the Wu Tang Clan? Um, I don't know them like when they've of their own releases. I kind of more hear them on like features recently and stuff. But RZA, I guess. <laughs> Nobody's gonna be like, ah, that's kind of a weak choice. Like RZA was my favorite when I was in high school. Uh, easily my favorite when I was in high school. He's, I think he's the only member of the clan that I actually have up on the wall in here. Yeah, he is, but he's over there with Bill fucking Murray. But yeah, I don't know, fellas. Do we have anything that we want to talk about uh, upcoming or anything you guys want to share or plug anything? Share some unreleased music, you know. I mean, Nothing. Wes is also making an album, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that, please. Yeah, the album process for me is very... It's a, it's a tough... It's like, I don't know. It's, it's a lot more difficult than I thought it would be. Uh, but I think... Um, is it any yeah. different than the last one you put out? The last what? La, the EP. EP? Yeah. Uh, no, that was just like... I had three, like three, four songs that were already made, and I was like, all right, let's put them together. But not... Like, actually thinking about like conceptually... Um, tying every song into like the overall theme and stuff. I think through the the process of making an album, I just like I listen to stuff. I listen to albums now, like, and I'm like, damn, this is crazy. I didn't mm. appreciate how how much like thought and effort goes into it. Like, mm. so I kind of just yeah, I'm just at all in awe of like artists. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm playing the your newest release, Minestrone. And it's a it's a departure from uh, the sound that you were making, you know, mm. on variety of releases and tracks before. Mm. And it was kind of jarring to me. I was like, oh, this is this is like some it's like samba, some bossa nova, like some a really yeah. different type of bounce for you. Yeah, Viva you produce this. Yeah, ah, yeah. I, I, it's a great track. But yeah. I was like, it, it really made me say, wow, what the fuck is Wes cooking <laughs> up now? Because yeah. if he's cooking up minestrone, this is different. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely right, cooking. It's definitely like samba yeah. taste to it. Like it's like I took the influence from Bossa Nova. Yeah, and trap obviously because I love trap. Doesn't matter. If it's it's like, a weird combination, like kind of yeah. trappy fucking hi hat drums, right? Yeah. Over this kind of bouncy Bossa Nova samba type of beat. Yeah. It's yeah. great though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think I think it's nice because Wes do- still doesn't have a particular style that mm. he's I'm still figuring it out like he's still figuring it out but also he's very versatile you know he's doesn't have strong preferences so I was like you know why not let him do something yeah. weird well the, the I, I would think that the most important thing for you to do is like not try to find a sound but just try to make sure that you're being yourself on everything yeah. and not trying to yeah. do anything like forced to uh. like oh, I need to sound like this or sound like that because I've liked um you know, I've liked uh, a lot of your different tracks for a lot of different reasons. And in fact, my probably my favorite track from you, both you and Tommy are like, you like that one? That feels like so completely different yeah. or, you know, and so like, yeah, people are going to like it, man. I, I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Thank you got you. an album title yet? I do, but that's uh, it's a secret. Yeah, I think, right. but when, when, it, when you see it, you'll be like, oh. Makes sense. Yeah. That's a way And that's, that's something that I've been kind of trying to do is like leave little breadcrumbs uh. So if you know, you know. Like the, it's already oh. kind of out there. So. Yeah. This is like some Marvel movie. Yeah. You need to I go yeah. through I all had the, the same scenes reaction when he was like, the title's gonna be this, and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah. So that's that something. I, yeah, I very, uh, I'm very excited for that. Mm. You have any idea when it's gonna be completed? You still cooking um, right now, right? This summer is gonna come out. Oh no, shit! That yep. soon. Yeah. Hey, it's gonna be a good year for Soul Gossip then. Yes. It, yeah. Does Does Tommy or Mikael have anything coming out? Mikael has a single coming out uh, mid-February. Oh, I didn't know. So <laughs> maybe by the time this episode comes out, it might already be out. Okay. But I'm not sure what it's titled. Oh. Yeah. Did you okay. listen to the song? No, actually, oh. I have not. Okay. Yeah. He used he, he tends to like share his stuff be pre-releases just to get some, you know. To advice. us, you mean? Yeah, to us, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know if I fo- if I'm following him on Instagram, so I gotta I gotta make sure to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, and then Tommy's. Uh, I mean Tommy went through a like also looking at how he made his album last year like must have been a crazy process because it's so conceptually like tight yeah mm, it is. and not tight as like you know as tight but yeah i don't know 
And I think he's just kind of, he's like, yeah, I did that. And he's kind of, you know, laid back for the time being. Yeah. yeah, I guess, I mean, for, for some artists, it's important to, to sit back and let the inspiration come back to you other than, rather than pushing to, for whatever reason, so... Mm-hmm. Hey, word, man. Well, I want to thank both of you guys for uh, coming and rocking with me today. Viva Ola, it's been an absolute pleasure to get to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, I'll, I'm really excited to hear the new music. We, we're all be in communication online, so when those albums drop, I'm probably going to have a bunch of questions and try to get you guys back up here again and, and share the music uh, as well. Um, yeah, uh, do you guys have any shout-outs you want to give or anything like that? If not, we can just give our social media and get the fuck out of here. I'm good. I mean, I'm just making an album, you know, and you'll see when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the medical professionals out there Mm. (laughs) dealing with COVID right now. It seems crazy. So it's like you you start to think about, I think a lot of, I've heard a lot of artists talk about this in podcasts, but they're like, through the pandemic, they're like, what? Like, how important is my music right now and stuff like that? But I guess it's, uh, it also serves a purpose. It's a healing healing device so mm. indeed trying to remember that i guess but yeah shout out to the the medical people doing doing good work yeah you're a really good guy <laughs> no you like i was i was really pleased last time you know when tommy was here he gave a shout out to um i forget the organization the uh, refugee for the refugee support group, support yeah. group. and uh yeah I, I love when especially when i see uh younger cats really mindful of those type of things because i think when i was your age i was i was reading books and shit and and contributing certain things but i was also drunk driving so you guys are (laughs) on the right path (laughs) thank you uh all right uh social media one more time and let's go uh uh youtube instagram twitter clubhouse if you're clubhouse and uh at viva ola but the o is zero viva zero la okay and wezzy atlas w-e-z-z-y atlas on instagram twitter YouTube, etc. Just yes. a little I'm gonna go out to uh, this track by Nair B called Just Moments on his upcoming LP. Uh, really good stuff, guys. Peace. Oh, the LP is called Identity. Go support local art, you guys. Put some dollars down on your people. Peace. Just trying to find the truth Just a little moment Trying to find a way